All right, students, if you'll settle down and take your seats, we can start with class today. We are back with the Red Couch Chronicles here at the Red Couch University with episode one. And you know how we start things off. What's wild? So, let me give you something. <laughs> Okay, so y'all, for real, what's wild? So I was at work today, you know, taking a potty break, <laughs> chilling, um, trying to send a few text messages while I had the time to sit down. And you know, I get this, I'm just sitting there and then I get this whiff of like a terrible ass smell. It's like rotten eggs. And I was like, what in the world? But whatever, I just dismiss it. The next thing I know, the toilet starts, it gurgles. And I'm like, am I tripping? Like, what the fuck? So I was like, all right, whatever, let me hurry up. Then it starts doing it again, like a lot. And I'm like, oh, hell no, fuck all this. I need to get the fuck out of here. This means I've been sitting in here too long. Like, you know, I'm reading into it like it's a sign that's telling me I'm doing some bullshit. Because I was trying to, you know, kill time. And... Meanwhile, I hear, like, a toilet flushing, or, like, it sounded like a toilet flushing, but I didn't know if it was the restroom next to me, because there are two, like, individual restrooms, and so, I'm like, all right, whatever, I'm trying to hurry up and get out, I flush the toilet, and it doesn't flush, it starts acting like it's about to overflow, so now I get stressed, because I'm like, what the hell? Then I look down and there's shit coming up from the floors. Shit and shitty fluid coming up from the floors. <laughs> and so I like half scream like, what the fuck? And so I like rush out of there. I knock on the next restroom. My coworker comes out and I'm like, is something going on in here? Because I'm trying to figure out like where this is coming from. Because it wasn't coming from the toilet. It's like a, a drain on the floor in the bathroom. That's where it was coming coming from. So I go over to her bathroom. She's like, yeah, my toilet won't flush. And I was like, all right, stop flushing. Because I think every time you flush, it's coming up in the other bathroom. So we go in there, and it's just like shit, just continually coming <laughs> up from the floor. <laughs> like It just kept like gurgling out, and it was just ridiculous. I got real stressed. It got funky as hell. I'm trying to, because we have some kind of, like, some boxes in there. Not, like, of merchandise, but of, like, our, like, bathroom supplies. Like, um, trash can liners or boxes of them are in there. Tissue boxes are in there. Just, like, all kind of shit is on the floor in there. And it's just leaking all on the floor, getting on the boxes. Like, so I'm trying to move the boxes out the way. It's just so much going on. Y'all, it's ridiculous. And I had to clean it up. Ew. Then, so we finally get a plumber to come. A plumber comes out like four hours later, right? And why did nothing happen? He flushed the toilets and did nothing happen. It was just flushing fine. What? I was like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> like, there better be something fucking wrong with this thing. Like, no, you're not gonna sit here and tell me it's running smoothly. After I had shit coming from the floors, I was trying to take a piss. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. 
still mad. It's okay. That made me mad. I just think he mad then. He was like, yeah, I mean, maybe the forest just pushed the blockage on through. Like, I really can't tell when it's not doing anything. I was like, great. So, yeah, that was my day. Yay. Shitty ass day. Shitty ass day. It's a shitty day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I guess I'm next on on the wild list. Um, so yeah, there's been a series of event series of events since twenty nineteen started that have been very unfortunate that have happened in my life. So on January the first, um, my phone jumped off the second floor of my house <laughs> and the screen shattered. So I smacked the ground. Smacked the ground. Hard as hell. Face down. So I get the screen fixed and it was fixed for one day. <laughs> Messed up again. So I took it back to the people who fixed it. They gave me my money back and the phone was broke again. So now I left there with another cracked screen, which I ain't even gonna get into y'all why the screen was cracked, but let's just say they had a lot to do with that. And the home button didn't work. So I'm asked out on the phone. So that was that was to start my year. First day. So next I'm chilling in the living room and I hear a loud ass like <laughs> I don't know, boom kinda, but it it was muffled. So I really couldn't tell where it was coming from. So I got a little nervous cause shit. Ain't nobody upstairs, so what's really going on? But I didn't think it came from upstairs. I just assumed it came from outside. So I go upstairs and I see my closet door peeking open. And I see some shit hanging out. But I'm like, hold up, bruh. <laughs> Ain't nobody been up here. The same ghost that knocked my damn phone <laughs> off of the dead motherfucker is still in here because the whole damn shelving in the closet had fell. So, all my jewelry, all my clothes, all this shit fell on the floor. So The whole racking system was on the floor. Phone screen, closet racks, and then to top it off this week. Oh, my gosh. Go to Kroger, make a little run real quick, you know me, pick up a few groceries, come back out to my car. And this, this day was cold as hell. I don't know what day this was, but it was cold as hell. Uh, and Monday. My freaking car key breaks <laughs> in the car. Like, well, in the door as I unlock it. Now, it was weird because you know how when you break a key, like some of the key is left, the remainder of the key is left in the door. No, 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 no. The piece just fell straight to the ground. It didn't even get stuck in there, which is great because that's one less problem. But it was weird as hell. How the piece just gonna fall Jump off onto the ground? Like, jump like the phone. So, I don't know if it's the spirit around me trying to Something tell me something. Jump but um, it's a lot of shit breaking down around me now. And that's been the wildest shit, y'all. I'm trying to keep it together in the midst of all of this. You see what I'm saying? Like... I've been positive through most of it. I got a little down, but you, you got it. You got your spare key. I did get my spare key um, back yes. in the car, and I got two spare key. Well, I got my current key, and I got another spare. So if you go down again, we good. 
Uh-uh, ain't no go down again. It ain't no nah. go down again, but you know what? Life just shows me I ain't gonna say never because I ain't think that phone will fall off. I didn't say never. I ain't think that closet will fall either, but you hear me? But prepare for whatever. Yeah, so pray for me or meditate for me. Do whatever you do, but lift me up. <laughs> She's fine, guys. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Well, my wild thing is from a little while ago. Um, came out to my car one day, found a random pack of Newports, whole pack, not a single one missing, not a smoker, guys, and I don't, I don't know anybody that just smokes Newports like that. (laughs) I don't smoke Newports. And I also don't know no real smoker that just leaves whole pack of cigarettes anywhere. Not unless they drink. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, tripped out, took the pack in to the house, just kind of set it somewhere. Didn't really think too much of it. Week later, come out to my car, a whole nother pack of Newports. <laughs> so, at this point, I'm bugging. Now, I will say my car did have a janky lock on it. But even then, like, is there a Newport fairy just <laughs> dropping off? Like, is somebody trying to tell me you need to be smoking? Like, what's, what's going on? Light it up, bitch. Hit the Newport. <laughs> Ugh, that's disgusting. So, still really unsure where the Newports were coming from, how they're getting there. I just felt like that was really wild and random. And it only happened them two times? Yes. I was wondering where, like, the neighborhood kids, they find out I got a janky lock and, like, oh, we're going to hide our stuff in her her car. We're going to fuck with her. But I was like, how kids getting whole packs of cigarettes? They still come from (laughs) their parents. Why would they hide it inside your car, though? Right. I have no clue. That's wild. Yeah. It was just... Too much. Mystery of the Newports. Yeah. (laughs) I got maybe the same ghost knocking stuff off. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it's it's most new sports too. Y'all better not be playing that ghost ain't playing with me, baby. Shit, I'm starting 2019 over on February the first. That's when my year starts. I seen uh I seen a post like that. It was like uh twenty February first, twenty nineteen is my new year. I still had to work out some twenty eighteen shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I had to clear clearly twenty eighteen. Uh, 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 it lasted a little bit longer than I expected. <laughs> clearly I need a new phone, my closet fixed, and a new car key. This they, was up. They still haven't fixed it. In the closet? Nah. Great. And the only thing stopping me from cussing them out is really ain't nothing stopping me now. I just don't want to be in that mode because I, the lady was already an asshole mm. when I called. Yep. So, well, what do you mean the shelving in the closet? Look, the either you're going to send somebody to see in the or you're going to listen to what I'm saying. The shelving in the closet fell down. It ain't nothing else to say. I mean, what do you mean? I'm already getting hyped just thinking about it because <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I said the shelving fell. <laughs> what do you mean a shelving bitch the well, thing that I hang but, but look, then, the one I hang my clothes on well here comes the passive aggressiveness well there had to be something you did bitch I was I was downstairs sitting on the couch now you might not believe me it could be the ghost that's in my house I don't know but I was downstairs chilling what are you talking about I didn't do nothing to it 
Now, it might have been too much shit on there. I ain't going to stand. But, but they don't know that. And they don't need to know. And I done been here for almost a year and it ain't fail. Blue. Maybe it was the people before you. How you know it was you? Right. Exactly. <laughs> they just need to come fix it and quit tripping. Right. That's why we pay, man. Pay too much. Pay too much money. You good, too money? Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit, the Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get, I do not store powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish, I roll with some fiends, I love them to death, I got a few mil, but not all of them rich, what good is the bread if my niggas is broke, what good is first class if my niggas can't Shit. That's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist So we're back on the couch hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back So of course I'm your host Mo And to my left is Hey Marie, what's good? And to my right is Whitney, how y'all doing? And of course Y'all already know you're invited to come sit on our couch. We plan to give you the vibes. And we plan to offer our lens of the school of life. Mm-hmm. So welcome to Red Couch University. And before we begin, I just have to let you know who Red Couch University is for. Tell me. Okay? Red Couch University is for dudes who used to wear basketball shorts under their jeans. Mm. Keyword used to. Used to? Used to. <laughs> hey, it's funny because I actually know a lot of dudes who used to do that. Do no, used to. Um, and I didn't think nothing of it. Now I'm like, ugh. Yeah, why did dudes do that? Ba- sweaty bop. Okay. Ridge Cal University. Who? Red Couch. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Red Couch University is for the ones who do the jobs that no one wants to. Mm, mm. Shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, Red Couch University is for those who create the atmosphere when there is none. Mm, yes, snaps. Um, <laughs> uh, Red Couch University is for folks who mama been to the pen. Mm, shout out to y'all. We holding it down, y'all. We graduated college and better. We doing it. Red Couch University is for the people who do bad things, quote unquote, for a good cause. Oh, shout out to them. Been there. <laughs> Red Couch University is for the people who get your order right the first time. Oh yeah. my god! Shout out to Chick Fil A, but they messed up on you today. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't shout them out. They fucked my shit up today. Oh, they got mine right today. Shout well, out to them. <laughs> so. Uh, Red Couch University is also for the folks that had to raise their siblings and still raising them. (laughs) Shout out to y'all, bro. I'm out here too. What you said? Oh, go ahead. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) RCU is for the Rebels. Okay, yeah. Uh We're Rebels in this bitch. Mm Yeah. RCU is for the millennials. Yes. <laughs> and RCU is for the people who played house 
<laughs> and was always the mama or daddy. Ew, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> so he was playing the mama. Because that's what he was saying. Like I didn't that. say that. No, I don't know what made me think about that. Like, how did you decide? But I don't remember. For some reason, I feel like I wasn't the mama, but I don't want to think about who I was too deep. Because then it gets scary. Like, who was you playing with and what did that really mean? So I don't want to go that deep. But shout out to the people who shout out to the people who used to be the mom. I think we're gonna end that here, guys. I was basically only child. I was playing by myself. If it helps, I used to want to play school. I mean, everybody used to get tired of me because you know I was gonna be the teacher. You look like you was the teacher. Get out. Let's play school. And everybody be like, we want to play house. I'd be like, I don't want to play school. You will be the next to want to play school. Speaking of school, school, we are <laughs> school. <laughs> you talking about school? School. Fuck out of here. Okay, okay. So speaking of school, we are at RCU, and today's discussion for our class. And um, our topic of discussion is theory, the theory of generations, the millennial edition. Mm -hmm. So let's jump right in. Okay, so we're talking about, as she just said, the millennials, all right? We are big generation. That is a generation that we're a part of. Um, And it's kind of a topic of discussion, an ongoing topic of discussion and so we just want to throw you guys some info out there first before we dive too deep in it just in case you're unaware of millennials which i don't understand how you could be but anyway so if you didn't know approximately if you're a millennial if you're in the age range of 23 to 38 so that would be 96 to 81 if you were born in those times that's kind of a widely spread age range of the people that they have grouped into the millennial category we are also the largest living generation apparently mm-hmm. which i thought was pretty cool but when i think about it it is a lot of us Slimmers. it is it is it's we, like we alive the baby boomers thought <laughs> nah shout out to them <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, there's just a lot of things that we found out in just looking up information about millennials, um, just kind of what they're saying about us, um, statistics they have on us. Like, um, one thing I saw was that we're mostly a product, well, not mostly, but we, there are a good amount of us that are products of divorced families. Mm-hmm. And you know, single parent homes like that's a rising trend. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What raised else? by grandparents, raised by mm-hmm. grandparents, or other family members, mm-hmm. or in the system. So, a lot of them was in the system. That's why I said shout out to the people, mama, who's in the pen because right. it was a lot of people right there that was my age who, I mean, literally, I was in a small town and I knew a lot of people who parent was. Locked in prison, up. yeah, locked up, and not jail, because jail and the pen two different things, y'all. Your 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 mama go to the pen is something else. If you can go see in the jail, 
If you both can go see her in your town. Yeah, both of them bad. Don't get me wrong. But when you traveling hours to go see your mother, yeah. like, a lot of us went through stuff like that in mm-hmm. our generation. Not that they didn't before, but I think there was a lot of us who are grown now who slick experienced that. Who slick broke the curse a little bit. Yeah. That makes me think of, like... Um, being products of like drug addicts and oh yeah and stuff yeah alcoholics mm-hmm. abusers the list goes on it is what else did y'all find um I found that as millennials we are a lot less likely to be affiliated with religion mm-hmm. I saw that too. I mm-hmm. I kept seeing that. Yeah, I kept like seeing a, a lot of reasons, uh, other stuff that kind of played into that, like our views on a lot of different things, mm-hmm. how open we are to some things like homosexuality and a lot of things that were traditionally looked at as just out of the question. You don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, I kept seeing that, that too. Mm-hmm. Just saying that like, we're extremely spiritual mm-hmm. of a religious. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, kinda. People think they are, but well, Ooh. see, what I kept seeing is though, like <laughs> our numbers shade. weren't too far off for like. I was looking at one of the categories, and it was like how often we pray, meditate, or do things like that, and our numbers were pretty spot on with the generations before us on that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the actually being affiliated with one the, particular yeah. religion yeah. is where we're really starting to kind of step apart from the other generations. And I see I that see because, it. number one, we have access to so much information. Mm-hmm. Like, if I got access to every Bible written, why would I just stick to mine? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got access to every holy book written like there's and and then you're also telling like one side of society is saying okay you need to accept these things like homosexuality and just different things like but this bible blatantly says something so it's just like certain contradictions i think that we're privy to now i think that a lot of us ignore the contradictions too yeah i mean that's that's all generations but i feel like in our generation i do see a little cognitive dissonance when it comes to religion too and like something i heard somebody say a long time ago in regards to religion it's just like how can you decide one religion is better when you haven't studied them all yeah and how good would your religion be to say that Everybody that isn't in your religion is just going to vanish and be gone. Like, it could be a perfectly good human. Like, you're going to say these Buddhists who Buddhists and monks and people who meditate, like, for days and hours and really enlighten themselves, you think they going to hell? Because they ain't believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They closer to heaven than you'll ever be. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, I ain't mean no harm. <laughs> I ain't mean no harm, but oh, now. Freestyling in class. All right, all right, all right, Miss Harris, can you please take your seat? All right, we're going to round someone back. else. We're going to go back to the topic at hand. <laughs> but I do think one of the reasons with us being such a big generation, one of the reasons why you're seeing all of these differences and the difference in the way we think is especially in the United States, we are way more likely than any other generation to be minorities. Mm-hmm. 
Um, True. Between immigration and just blended families, mm-hmm. blended families, mm-hmm. the just things are changing. Yeah. The mm-hmm. minority, the majority, all of that is not the Shit. same landscape that it's been. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And that's I think that's point. really playing a different role in our ideals and a lot of the things that we're choosing to do and choosing to believe in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the craziest things that jumped out to me and. It, know why it made me happy but we are 10 times less likely to be in the military or veterans than our grandparents were mm-hmm. yeah i see that it's like i feel like we have a i don't want to say we put more value on life but i think we put more value on our personal life like on individual life like yeah a lot not of- just giving myself to anything because someone told me i should like wait a minute does this yeah. connect with me does mm-hmm. I feel like that's more so going on than it was back in the day. Like, everything was very authoritarian. Is that mm-hmm. the word? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It seems like we're getting out of these rural areas and we're getting into these big cities, these big metropolitan areas. But the only issue is that we're seeing with that in our generation is there's no jobs and we're making up most of the workforce but there's still no jobs yeah and then you still have a lot of the other generations that are still still in the workforce yeah yeah Mm -hmm. because that's kind of like since we're kind of talking about work life something else i found was like those those older generations were really focused on finding a stable job, staying in there, you're going to retire there, you know, blase, blase. And we're a lot more, I think, free-flowing. I don't want to be nowhere and give them 25 years of my life. Exactly. And just, like, strip. we're, like, shifting from trying to find stability and entrepreneurship. Like, forget working for somebody. Like, I'm trying to start my own thing. And, you know, chase my dreams. Well, what I keep seeing, too, is that it seems like one of the biggest things to our generation is our time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Know that. And I want to add in something, too, about just being, like, on a job and going to retirement and all this. Like, we see supervisors and bosses and shit as equals. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't look at no... Man, you might have a little more money than me. You might be running something in here, but who are... You mean, you... <laughs> I mean, you a human. Right. So I know some, you know, like, so I feel like we don't see them as that either. So, Mm -hmm. like you said, our time too, the threat of our time, and then you on this job talking about some bullshit. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. My time is too valuable for this. Yeah. And and I feel like we value our mental space a little more than they did. Like, I I didn't see the statistic on that, but I can just tell from being in the generation that we value our mental, like, health. We'd be like, look, now this is making me crazy. Exactly. (laughs) And just to even translate that to to something that I saw, you know, that people say a lot, work-life balance. Like, that's something I think that we, as a gener- as a millennial generation, really kind of stand by. Like, if I'm going to be working five days a week, best believe Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm turning up. Best believe I'm chilling. Best believe I'm going to kick it with my friends. Like, 
And I'll start back Monday. And I think that's because a lot of us went to college too. So yeah, we're that's all we know. We're, yeah, we're accustomed to that's adult crazy. life. That's crazy. That's that's kind of like the a conditioning way. in a sense. You yeah. go to school through the week, and then the weekend and you turn up. It's because I exactly. work hard. I want to play harder. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna give this much to something that's not mine. Let me give it to some. Let me give that much to something I like. And, that, that, and that's what me. one of the articles kind of said was. Um, we end up basically making money for the weekend. Like, basically. you know, you pay your bills and you and make then, money for the weekend so or to travel or to do something else. We're like, not saving. We're not. Exactly. I mean, some of us are saving, but not in that way. Yeah. It's to save to get your business so you can do that, 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 that. And that's it's, something a constant I saw was like versus like making money to save, 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 save. We would rather. And we're have. earning to spend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd rather have experience than savings. Period. We want period. to experience stuff. <laughs> we don't. We don't care about saving. <laughs> Personally, speaking from personal experience, my savings is always getting tapped into. Always. I mean, I I feel like I value saving in a way because I do see like the importance. I do see exactly. the importance as somebody who just has had enough money to kind of maneuver in some ways but blew it so mm-hmm. sometimes i'd be like you know you might have should have slowed down on some of those trips but i wouldn't trade the experience for the world so nope. then i'd just be like shit it is what it is it was yeah. worth it yeah it i mean but i'm thinking about myself like i do tap into my savings quite more frequently than i would like to just because i was get drilled about saving you know growing up too you need to save your money you need to put money aside da, 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 da. so like that's kind of been instilled in me so I do take a portion of that and it's like when I do get too low I'm like alright you need to build this back up again and then once I build it back up and then I start dabbling in it again to oh. do shit I feel like though the thing that kind of separates us from generations before is like the price to live has continued to went up. Like, it's continued to just go up. And we're not making that much more money than they were. Mm. So, like, saving really can be feasible. But it gets a lot harder for us than it was for them. True. Mm-hmm. True. So. I, I mean, I feel that. If you, you already are living check to check anyway, why not enjoy the time as you go through? Right. Yeah. And then sometimes I think it's like, you know, when your parents or when older people are talking about saving, it's like, okay, so you saved this money all these years. Now what are you doing with it? Because you're 75. I don't want to talk about that. Decrypt it. I don't want to talk about that. Like, I'm not <laughs> no, I'm not trying to blow my money, but I'm also not trying to just let it sit and sit and sit and not do nothing with it. I ain't just talking about it. <laughs> No, but I think that's a product of their time, too. Their conditioning. So, you know, that's one of those things that I battle with internally and externally with my family. It's like, um, you know, I live in the now. I know y'all on the future. You think you are. But I see the future, goddammit. Mm. You just trying to prepare for something you don't even see. Right. You know what I'm saying? I see what's happening out here. You know what I'm saying? You still... Doing the same, you know, and some of that is going to be valuable. But it's other parts of that. We need to throw the fuck away before this world changes and we look and see it. Right. 
Right. But you know, that's why I said I ain't gonna talk about it. Um, now, <laughs> now we want to go into impact, like the generation's impact. I guess I, I put impact versus impact because I specifically think about number one in the present, how we've been impacted by certain things, and number two, how we'll impact the future. Right. So impact versus impact, like. I think that, number one, our impact has shifted consciousness. Now, Mm -hmm. y'all got to bear with me now because I'm there. But (laughs) (laughs) our generation, and I'm not just, you know, putting this all on us because it started with people before us. But I think that we are that shift in consciousness. When they say woke, you're talking about... The millennial generation. Right. Now, there are some of us who are more woke than others, and there are some who kind of there, but not just because of the access that we have. So, present impact. What would y'all, what would y'all say are some things that, like, we've presently impacted? Like, that's one of the first things I thought about is we have shifted consciousness. We dig into shit. We research. We find out what's going on. Um, yes, some of us take things at face value, but there are a lot of us who... Hey, what's going on here? I don't understand this, or this is not. I'm not. I'm not feeling this. <laughs> like yeah. these vibes. We talk. We talk about energy and all that stuff. So you can just see the consciousness shifting. So impacts in I, the present. I think we've had an impact on encouraging individuality. Yeah. I think. I just think about like when we were younger. Not that it's not anymore, but. Kind of, well, kind of like when we were in between, bullying was a big thing. And I'm not saying people don't bully now, but it's very, very, like, back then it was kind of just something that happened. You know, yes. like, people just looked over it. And, and no one addressed it. No one addressed it. But now, like, this shit is no tolerance. Zero tolerance. <laughs> okay? You might go to jail for bullying somebody exactly. in, in elementary school. Damn. <laughs> you no, know, for real, bro. Kids might they charging kids for seriously. Yes, because there's little kids who kill themselves. Oh yeah, I based seen on, a little kid kill yeah, himself. Like, he had a colostomy bag. Exactly. Them kids was probably making like, bro. It was people who had like I ain't even. I'm not trying to be funny, but there was all kind of people who were fucked up in my high school. They had problems that were like really scary and I mean they might have got a little bullying and I'm not saying fucked up in that way so y'all don't even take it there but literally they had some problems that you probably couldn't deal with like a trachea in their neck Mm -hmm. or what's it called a trach or whatever it's called where your neck y'all know what I'm talking about (laughs) you got that it's people who would use the bathroom on themselves it's people who would you know can't stop moving their neck like it's all kind of people in my school and let me just say this our generation was, to me, I felt we were so welcome and still. We were. Like, there were some little shitty-ass people that's in your class. But you know who they are. You know they hate themselves. Like, you shitty, bro. Why are you talking about, bro? And you know he can't help his situation. Mm-hmm. And, or Leave even just like... Yeah. Or even just to the extent, uh, I don't know if this makes it any better, but, like, I think about when I was in high school, like, people we didn't necessarily fucked with... We didn't like go fuck with them because we didn't fuck with them. Like, yeah, 
Like, we just let them be now. Mm-hmm. We may have cracked jokes on them and checked them a and little bit from time to time. But that was just amongst us as friends. Yeah. We weren't, like, collectively going up, like, you ain't shit. You, you dusty. You dusty. <laughs> like, niggas, <laughs> I just think about that. And it just mortifies me. Like, oh, my God. But <laughs> we're less tolerant of the BS, I think. that's. I yeah. think that's a big impact of us, too. Mm-hmm. We less tolerant of the BS. All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> We gonna fight, we gonna argue, we gonna do whatever we gotta do, but this ain't right. Exactly. I I would say our impact is we're open. Like mm-hmm. the things that you used to not talk about. True. We talk about it. We we'll tweet about it and post it and let you know everything. Like nothing's off limits. Mm-hmm. Basically. If I it, agree. if we can put words on it, we're gonna talk about Let's it. Let's go on Twitter if that. that. But, um, okay, so let's talk about uh, future impact. Because I like that we just talked about the impacts of the present as in, you know, what we've done positively. But I wanted to go to the future, but I can't till we talk about some negative impacts of our generation on the present. Um, One of the negative sides to being, like, so open and so free and mm-hmm. so conscious sometimes it's like you're not able to just sit with something. It's like sometimes it's okay or it's necessary to like stay in one place. But I think sometimes like because we're in an era of instant gratification, like it's hard for us to just be still. Like we got to mm-hmm. constantly be moving, got to constantly be doing something, got to constantly be taking in content. Like mm-hmm. it's hard for us to just kind of be still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think going forward, one negative impact that we may see if we don't we, we need don't, we on present. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Negative impact on the present. No, you're good. Uh negative impact on the present. Mm-hmm. Um I would say we're a little wild. We are a little wild. Then y'all think we will. Yeah. Yeah, we will. But I mean, is that wild? Well, it's mean, what we've been told is wild. Right, but maybe we are a little wild, but I feel like there's a lot of us who got that last bit of good church, you know? Yeah. So even if we wild, I think that there is some virtue with us, but I'm not capable of us. I definitely think that we, 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 we wild. We're, we're wild for sure. For we, sure. We turn up. But in the, on the flip side, I mean, we keep a little bit of balance. Indeed. But we do get too wild at times. I think there's just a few of us that are just... <laughs> wow. Maybe some... I think a negative impact in the prison is sometimes we're a little too... um, Maybe a little too explorative. Like... I don't know. Mm. Like... I feel like that's kind of what I was reaching for for a while, but I couldn't yeah. put a word on it. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'd be like, "Why can't they just leave it alone?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, reaching. Yeah, like, I, I think I think a present impact is we we are the original trolls and reachers. True. Like, not that that's us, but saying like the people in our generation Started are the yeah, it. like they're the 
they're the trolls. They're the roasters. A lot of them. They're the. We calling you out. We yeah, we. Because we are the age of technology. We do. We feel like we run this shit. We was in the beginning of this shit. So. You um, want to play me, nigga? I'll out you. <laughs> Because we can do that now. Because I can do that. Um, receipts. So, receipts, bitch. Receipts. Hey, everybody be talking about receipts. That shit's funny. Shit, I don't if you got something up with receipts. Like, I don't know, but it's it fits. But man, shit, if you got some on me, I got mine too. See, yeah. I'm the same way. See? It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. I just got you that quick. Got me that quick. Yup. <laughs> See, but okay, so uh, positive impact on the future. Let's run them real quick. Any, any, because I mean, I think a lot of the stuff we said at first for the impact on the present is what's gonna propel us in the future, actually. For sure. Um, I can think of some negative impacts on the future, though. Yeah. Let's start with negative and then double back to positive. Okay, if we can think of some. Yeah. Um, I think that one big negative thing for our future is gonna be how we raise our children. Like, we were just kind of talking about that, and you know, like, um, not big. Mother, motherhood, um, I guess you could call. Uh, we're not on the motherhood fan club. I guess. I mean, okay. Uh, that's not. Uh, that was no. Like, I mean, there are some <laughs> girls who are just literally on the motherhood fan club. Like they but literally. I'm, I'm gonna try to rephrase it. For rephrase you. it because motherhood mean it like yeah. fan club is real. <laughs> it ugly. sounds ugly. <laughs> we are not currently <laughs> eager to become mothers. Okay. I'm right now, yet. our current, our 5 to 10 to 20 year plan does not include kids. Now, I feel, I think as we discussed, you know, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not, like, making that a goal to get pregnant. Is that what you're saying? I wasn't even trying to go that deep, but since oh. you, you dug deep off in there. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't going there. I was just going to say I'm just not on that fan club right now. I'm not on that wave, I guess. I'm not on that frequency. How about that? There I think go. that sounds better than all of that. Fan club is just I, super I don't like, know why I said It's like, club. I don't fuck with mothers. Right! And that's not true. Like that's not true. I done been through some trauma with my mama, but I love her to death. Exactly. So. And some of our friends are mothers and we love y'all. Exactly. Y'all love the moms. Y'all are some of the strongest bitches that I know, exactly. period. Man, I tell my, one of my friends all That's the time, I'm so proud already. of you. Bitch, you strong. And, and it's just because you parenting, I'm proud of you. Exactly, because guess what? Your sister can't. I know you be like, Quay, yes, you can. No. no. <laughs> you are higher than me on this one, sis. Take that. <laughs> Not me. So proud of you. I will continue <laughs> to say I am so proud of you. But yeah, it's hard to raise your child because, I mean, and this is from the outside looking in, because like I said, I'm not on their frequency, but how do you raise your children in this technology-filled world with so many things they have access to, but you want to be open because that's what you are, you want to tell them the truth because mm-hmm. that's what you vibe with, but at the same time, you know that that has, to, that has to be a process, but the world is moving much faster. Right. So mm-hmm. then you're put against the clock trying to teach your child all this stuff and prepare them just to get on Twitter. Like I'm gonna have to teach you about the world before you get on because you a have social media everything before you even touch the internet and know what a Google is. Ask Jeeves. That's what I. That's how I start finding out. Man, well, first, Jeeves. no, hold on, hold on. First, it was the encyclopedia. Now that's how I start yep. finding out stuff. 
We had encyclopedias. That was the only way. Like, how else? Unless you got a little computer at school, that's when we had the little colored Max. That's oh all my we gosh, had. Gosh, I remember that. And before the colored Max, we had the big white. The IP or the um, IP. Yeah. Was it IBM? The big fat computers. Before that. So, you if you didn't go look at the encyclopedia, them door-to-door salesmen that used to sell them. Yeah, like, like you had no way to find information unless you heard some, <laughs> unless you heard some old people talking or like there was no way to just really dive in. Like unless you were just that weird of a kid that you just went on some type of excursion and found the shit. But mm-hmm. like now, literally, I could give my child a phone and they could find out everything there is to know about this thing that we live on called Earth. Mm-hmm. Like so, my thing is. I would not, I would want to filter that to my child. Like, you have to grow, baby. You got to get some type of foundation. You got to learn spiritual, something spiritual. You got to start being educated. You have to start, you got to make sure you're being loved and nurtured. Right? Like, it's so many so factors. So, I'll just say that I think that we're going to have to eventually. Or it's already happening because even with my friends who are mothers and I talk to them about their experience, they don't raise their child the same way they was raised. Mm-hmm. They don't. And I mean, it looked good, you know, for that mm-hmm. time. Now, I will say, you know, the, the the dads are not as some of them. And then, you know, one situation I know, dads are there. So it's a lot of factors. So I think we need to like reshape that model for the future life. For sure. I think that would impact us negatively if we don't. Yeah. I think another thing that may impact us negatively is not because we're such like free thinkers and this is the age of like free thinking. We don't have like a concise or like a like we don't have that general core value system anymore to operate on. Yeah. It's there but it's definitely lost and kind of distorted. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I kind of touching on what Amber said, like structure. Yeah. I feel like we don't really have, especially not anything to unify us as as a generation. Right. We don't have a core structure. Like there's no no one thing that pulls us all together. See, that's the thing. I think yes, there should be one thing that pulls us all together. But I feel like we should see it and feel it differently. Yes. And see, I think that a negative impact on the future would be if we keep believing that somebody's going to fill the void. No, no. no. F-E-E-L. Somebody's going to feel the way that you do in order to align with whatever that structure belief is. Instead of just saying, okay, if I'm a Christian... They are Muslim. They are Hebrew, Israelite. They are Buddhist. Da 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 da. I can look in each one of these books and find where those align, and that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have to argue with you. I don't have to. You don't have to agree with me. Yes, I don't have to agree but with you. Can we just come to? Okay, these are the core things in all of these that mm-hmm. fit together. Let's take those and everything else. You live on your own about them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think in the future, if we don't like, not. I don't know. Some somehow we kind of gotta shift our perception on that. I guess in a, in a sense. Like, I think it's kind of like something we said last season about just just because somebody doesn't like, you know. Well, it's just it's just like 
the 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 um coexisting in a sense like being able to work with you and live with you well I mean not like live in the same home with you but just like I don't know. You know yeah, we coexist. can be able to coexist. You, you said it, coexist, yeah. Yeah, we can. And I feel like if we don't learn to kind of do that, and that's not, let's be clear, that's not me accepting everything about you personally or individually not to right. say, not at all. I'm going to be cordial in this world because I know that you got those core values. We got those cores and we good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't need any more than that. But I just want to go into a few quotes that I got out of a Forbes article. Uh, It came out in July 2017. The guy's name was Aaron Levy, if y'all want to look it up. But the first quote I thought was interesting as hell was that the midlife crisis moved up by 20 years and has become a quarter-life crisis. Bruh, agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm 110,000. Bruh, I thought it was because I had just finished college late. I'm slightly got some trauma in my family anyway. I be going through stuff, but damn, like, I mean, I'm going. I was going through a whole quarter life crap. Like I hope I'm over it. I believe it. Well, first of all, I'm just now. You <laughs> know, I'm, I'm just into the quarter now. Like I'm into the quarter. Like I just turned twenty five last year. But I can think about when I gra- just graduated. Like twenty for a hot twenty. I was a hot twenty two or twenty three, and working in a job that I knew I didn't want and like going there and having an anxiety attack because it was like oh I can't end up here because it was one of those jobs where like mm-hmm. the money's good it's an easy job it don't really require too 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 much of me like I should be able to just sit here and coast through this but I'm I cannot happy. I'm not happy yeah and I mean some people would call us weak for that and that's my problem. The the weak and entitlement thing I don't want to hear when it comes to that. Like, I I get that backlash. Like, that's specifically why I bought it up. Number one, I'm, I'm, I've am i either went through my quarter-life crisis or I'm going, going through, through my it. quarter-life crisis. So, I can particularly, like, understand that feeling. Number one, a lot of us were, like, stellar kids. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, what I found out in the research is, is because they told us we were. They gave us a trophy even if we was in eighth place. For everything. Right. For everything. Now, now, my thing about that is, if I'm so entitled, you may be that way. Now, because I'm be rewarded for everything that I do, I'm great. <laughs> rewarded for this, rewarded for that. And, and see, I mean, personally, myself, I worked hard. Mm-hmm. Right. So, when I was awarded... It was a little different story, but I'm just saying in particular, we did that for kids. Like, people, there was something going viral one day about a, a dad because a son was second place. He was like, you don't need no trophy. They People were getting mad, but when you bring up something like this, I'm like, well, I mean, but I get it. I don't like the idea of participation trophies. <laughs> I get it. I get it because I also understand that, you know, people got to realize too, not every kid will get this opportunity again. If this is going to give this kid some validation for the future, I might need to give that. Now, maybe. but that's because that's what's given to me, though. That maybe don't mean that's right. Let's do certificates and not a real trophy. It doesn't matter. Either way, it's, the same, it's validation. Though. Well, I feel like trophies have more weight, but it's just me. <laughs> Simba. It's a, it's I just a Simba. Simba. It's just like, you need to know. 
You tried hard, but you didn't make yeah, the cut. Yeah, because that's why that's, we're out here looking silly right now when we are giving our all and not seeing no results and don't know why. <laughs> I ain't really got no rebuttal to that. I feel that. I mean, I, I feel that, but if that's the, true. But let me let's be clear. That was out of our control. Oh, absolutely. Like, at the end of the day, I didn't tell you to give me no goddamn trophy. Right. And then number two. It might be my disillusionment, but but I can justify my entitledness because number one, my mentors didn't tell me, oh, you just won because of this or because you participated. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. See, but that's my experience. Like I was told, oh, you're talented because of this, so you should follow this. Have you ever thought about this? Oh, you're great at this, and that made me start developing my purpose early. See, my trajectory was different. I needed that validation to say. Oh, you speak good, you dance good, you do this good, you do that. Okay. Your purpose is somewhere in that. Something told me that because of what was being given to me. Now, I realize that my situation is different than the average young person. Were you getting probably. participation trophies, though? Yeah. You know, like, I think about cheerleading. Like, you didn't really do nothing, but you got a little participation trophy. But see, stuff like that, I didn't think nothing of it. But I was just like, like, the things that I remember kind of doing with you, I feel like I remember you being, actually, like, good at. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, you That's why I said my trajectory is different. But I'm saying, if I had to jump in that and just think about that, like, if I was a kid with less confidence... Even though that wasn't me. I didn't have as much confidence, but I was still just trying. But a kid who had less confidence, that participation might, Mm -hmm. you know, boost them up. But I do understand how that can affect somebody if if their whole life, like their parent is rewarding them still and giving them this, giving them the whole goddamn world. And they not doing nothing they supposed to do in their life. Because I'm, I'm really sitting here trying to think now that we're really talking We're all really like little rich it. white kids, basically. It don't matter if you're black or white or what. It's like you're all... That's kind of what they're painting us as. But it's not that... Uh, some of us have purpose behind this shit. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the hard part for me. Because I agree, but some of us have purpose behind this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rabbit hole, bro. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking like... I was sitting there thinking like, I don't remember getting no participation <laughs> things for myself. Might be where you was wrong. Possibly. That may be another piece. Yes. That may be another piece. Because yes. I'm just, try- I'm really thinking, I'm like, I don't ever remember just getting no participation thing. Maybe in like, the only thing, maybe like a church event like oh, they the always group. validate you. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Like, and it wasn't that too many times. Like, you know, just I remember um, the one thing I can remember is we used to have a sports banquet at church for like our sports teams that we had mm-hmm. and I was cheering. So mm-hmm. I got like a little trophy for being on that. But it's like this isn't anything competitive or anything. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to get a participation. Everybody was participating. Thing, because every, all you're doing <laughs> is participating. That's why I understand why that's a heavy thing in the research because I get it. We did get rewarded for it. I get how it can turn around and be ugly, but I also see the major effect on, yeah. like, the effect of some people. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's the sucky part about it. Like, some people got the short end of the stick. Yeah. I guess it just depends on the manner it was given. Because I think for me, like, at that time, 
I'm, I was just doing it because my friends was like my friends was doing it. it was cool. Oh, I want to go to the church bank. I mean the sports bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. like my mama got to work it, so I might as well be a part of might it. Well <laughs> but, um, overall, we gonna wrap this millennial thing up because we could keep going. Um, but there's an abundance of research, prediction, statistics about specifically about the millennial generation. Um. I think one of the bottom lines is, and we've mentioned it, um, I think one thing that, like, makes us heavily different from other generations specifically is, like, our biggest lesson, our biggest weakness, our biggest strength is going to be balance. Like, balance. Like, we must understand that we are getting older. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We inching on up there. We the biggest, but we getting older. And, I mean, like, right now is our time to make the mark on the world. When we think about what our children or our nieces and nephews or the young kids that are growing up right now, who are the people that's going to be in their history books? I'm Surely they're not still going to be learning about Martin Luther King. Surely another one will come along. Surely another Malcolm X is coming. Surely another Shirley Chisholm is coming. Right. Surely, and it's not Kamala Harris. Uh, surely another, um, <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> Um, and I ain't even researched enough, so I ain't gonna talk about it. Keep going. Um, (laughs) surely there's some more that's coming. And I mean, that could be my entitlement too, thinking that stuff like that will come again. But also, I know that those legends didn't, you know, die in all of us. Like, we still got that in us. So I'm hoping that we see that, y'all. We have to start making these marks now if we want there to be a history for them to look back on. Well, I don't think any of those missions that those people were fighting for are complete. So there better be another one coming. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? All that just makes me feel like, I think as far as the older generations go, like, they have to remember and we have to remember that. I mean, we're just evolving. Like... All the generations that we saw when we were looking things up, the silent, gen- whatever they call, mm-hmm. and then the baby boomers, and then Generation X, and then us. Like, they've all evolved in some kind of way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a product of nature. Yes, we're going to be different. And yes, we're going to think that our generation is better than yours because it's the one I'm in. Like, it's <laughs> the one I feel like I'm. Moving and grooving in. I'm thriving in them. Well, if nothing else, I feel like it's better for this time. Right. Your generation was good for your time. Right. Yeah. In a way. It's a different time. (laughs) Yeah. It is, period. I don't think that the way we are now, we could have survived back then. No. No. Not at all. Like us during slavery. But I also think they couldn't. (laughs) But listen. (laughs) Listen. Listen, bruh. But you but hold on. That may have been something because if we was all radical in slavery, they couldn't have got all of us. Nah, nah. But see, this is the thing. But about a us. lot of us, it would have been a lot more casualties. Exactly. <laughs> Think about how many people would have told on people. Like we got a lot of snitches in our generation. <laughs> we do got a lot of frauds. I swear, we got a lot of frauds and snitches for people. I I know I would have been on the underground railroad with Harriet, and I know a, a, a I probably would have been a dead. Bitch on the field that don't like me. It's <laughs> a bitch out there on the field who don't like me, and I know she gonna try to tell Master when I try to leave tonight. And I got something for that bitch. <laughs> it's a bitch in the field that don't like me. It's a bitch out there that don't like me. Oh, Harriet, I'm coming. 
She gonna, she gonna kill me if the girl tells so. Shit. Yeah. Listen, Harry gonna kill us both. Now, shut your ass. <laughs> stop. stop, stop, please. Okay, okay, but we gonna end, okay, we gotta end this millennial thing off right. Okay, so we have to be balanced and intentional in everything we do. And I mean, mainly because, you know, technology is trying to limit and inhibit and stop that balance because technology is taking us further and further away from nature. Mm-hmm. So what we have to realize is our generation is we are the middle child. Shout out to J. Cole. We are the middle child because um, I, I, I kind of see it as a whole middle child concept, us being um, pre-internet, like some technology in the world to a world full of technology. Right. So we're the balanced generation. We, we can are. still show the younger generations how nature works and how to get out there yeah. and, and have fun outside and be with your family and do things that are purpose-filled and meaningful. But we also have to have to be just as smart to get them in STEM. Let's have them coding. Mm-hmm. Let's have them figuring out some of this right. stuff. Let's let's figure out about this AI before they try to do like I'm let's good. let's teach these kids both. So I think that our generation is good to teach the world and and hell the whole whole earth balance. Yeah. Like we that generation is gonna bring forth balance. I'm proclaiming that. How about that? Mm-hmm. We will be the generation to bring forth balance in this thing. Yeah, it, I mean piggybacking off of you like what Jake said. I'm. Big bro and little bro all in At the same time, I tweeted that, bro. I feel like J. Cole seen it. But <laughs> he might not have, because I ain't say middle child. But, I mean, I feel but like. I felt that. It's I like, feel like we all been on that same energy, though. Because what I tweeted was, and I put it on Facebook, too. Because I was like, bro, this is real. Like, when they were doing the whole college thing, like, what was it? Um, at. They just were naming off different schools and you was telling your college experience. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. It was trending and you just list the name of your school and then you list the things about it that... Exactly. So, I end up saying, like, I, I, my, my OGs left and I was an OG without warning. Mm-hmm. That's how I put it. Like, damn, like, y'all gone and y'all, didn't, y'all gave me some keys, but... Now I'm the OG and I ain't even grown up yet. Yeah, it's just like us, oh it's gosh. just like when us doing this job. It's just like yeah. us doing this show. Like with all this stuff we're talking about, like we said in the beginning, we're still learning too. Like mm-hmm. I'm still getting game from Generation X. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm still watching them and taking notes and figuring how to 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 make that work where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. But since I have got a little something, I'm also giving it to the people under me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're the balance, y'all. Remember that the millennials are the balance, man. Um so we're going to move along from millennials. Shout out to all our millennial brothers and sisters out there. We hope y'all listening. And to the generations before and after if y'all happen to be listening as well. I mean, shout there out be to no us without you. Right. Shout out to you. Shout out to y'all. So, um, now it's time for the culture report. And tonight, (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about our girl, Cordy B. What's poppin'? Queen Bordy. Queen Bordy. Yes. Versus conservatives. Versus the world, man. Really, I'm trying to do the cardi, but anyway, um, you already know this is the culture report where we grade the culture 
Um, we, we actually give grades. So ladies, I hope you've prepared your grade. Um, the first grade is for, how do we feel overall about, um, the things that have been said and whoever start can just kind of break down what's, was what happened with Cardi. Need to yeah. Somebody can break that down. Out. Break it down. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Cardi posted on Twitter, I think, something essentially along the lines that I wish all these people that supported Trump would work for free and support for all these workers that are mm-hmm. off work. Mm-hmm. And her, and they, they went at Cardi. They did. I saw. Well, and they, they definitely because, you know, before she did that, she did that whole video. Instagram mm-hmm. post on video. And they went to CNN. And see, that's shit. why they came at her. Mm-hmm. That's why they came at her. Yeah. It is. They, it is. They, they couldn't help she it. She made a valid point. She did. Yes. She and, did. And I feel like even when we discussed this, like something we said was she stuck like we said, she stayed in her lane. She didn't try to give any solution. Mm-hmm. She flat out said, I don't know, I don't know what, what we do. need to do, but we need to do but something. To, yeah. And really, that's, and that's what we real. need to do. That's and real. Like, it's just crazy that you want to come out for that, but whatever. Okay, yeah. So that's basically what happened. Like Cardi basically Set a few bitches straight and let them know. Look, I'll dog walk you. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, funny okay, cause... overall grade. Okay, because I was about to overall grade. Um, <laughs> my overall grade would be a C. Okay, why you give it a C? I give it a C because I'm definitely standing for Cardi. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely 100% on her side. Mm-hmm. But as far as these conservatives go, I'm giving them a C because just like she said, they sheep. They sheep. Yep. yep, you're right. Okay. I'm going with a B. Okay. For mostly the same reasons because I'm, I'm standing with Cardi. Mm-hmm. But she's been able to hold her own, mm-hmm. and she's making valid points, mm-hmm. and she's uh, she's saying stuff that needs to be said, and she's saying it in her own language. She's saying it in something that's very relatable to everybody, and then they're not really having any solid answers. So I'm I'm liking seeing this. Okay. I really am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're back, and I guess I'll finish it off with my grade. Back um, to you, Mo. Yeah. Um. I would think my grade would probably be a B as well because um, although I don't agree with the antics of the conservative party and the other ugly bitches involved over there, <laughs> I feel like um, it's antics. Like, chill the fuck out. You ain't yeah. have to say nothing to her. If you that smart, you went to this college and all that. Why, why are you talking to a rapper who ain't got nothing to politically to do with you? Yeah. Now, she did express herself, but I don't think she said anything. The conservatives are this. The GOP is this. Like, I don't think she said nope. anything specific. Now, it'd be different if she threw, she threw, threw shots at them specifically, but she didn't do that. She was speaking on the situation in general. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I give it a beat. But, um, and next, we're going to grade the people's reaction. Whitney, what's your grade on the people's reaction? I am giving the people a B as well. Okay. I haven't really seen any backlash. I have not really been online lately, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like anybody's overreacted. I was really surprised, I think, with just how... I think they kind of set Cardi up for this. That's the only reason why I wouldn't give it an A. 
I feel like the only reason why she made it to CNN and all of that was kind of change the talking point. They were trying to use her as a... They were. They really were mm-hmm. trying to use her. Actually, I might go back to a C. Okay. <laughs> now that C I'm talking for, it out. C for the people's reaction. Yeah, I'm actually going to bring that back down. Okay, Amber. I, I'm going to stick in the C zone, too, just because the rea- I feel like the reaction was very, like... Monotone. Yeah, it was kind of balanced. I seen a little bit of both. Um, for my people's reaction, um, I would have to say a D because um, I get so tired of people just running with shit. Now, mm-hmm. not not that I wasn't proud of what Cardi said. That's why we put it on the car, uh, on the culture report because we thought it was important to talk about that she actually. Uh, has some intellectuality. Like, she might not be able to frame it how you want or, or you know, her diction might not be as strong or whatever, but she's saying some real shit. She ain't yeah. saying nothing. She ain't putting her foot in her mouth. So, whenever I look at it, I'm just like a D because my thing is this. Stop lifting up everything, bruh. Like, mm-hmm. say, yay, good job. You might repost it, whatever, but move on. Like, I, I feel like, Everybody having her on the thing at the women's walk, like oh, that, that was, was insane. I mean, not that that's not dope because I I, I want to be clear. I'm not hating. That's dope. Like you know, I don't want nobody to think it's like that. Like I think that's dope that you can transcend. Like right. that part is dope. Yeah. But understand what I'm saying? How the public moves, like you know, y'all gonna be mad as fuck next week if Cardi do something ignorant. Exactly. I'm just yep. saying, like. I'm not going to be specifically because I'm not looking at her for that. But y'all going to be because y'all done lifted they her. They use all up. of this stuff to crucify her in the end. Exactly. exactly. So y'all need to watch the plot. This is this is all a play, nigga. Watch. It's, the scene is finna be up it's now. Like, this is just what she, what, how she feeling this week. She may be like... What politics? Exactly. These motherfuckers keep getting in my DMs. <laughs> You know, ain't no telling what she'll do next week. Exactly. And I think that's just a lesson in general. Like, we got to stop idolizing these people and, you know, remember that they're human. And that was her solution. Whitney, with your solution? My solution is going to be to look for your political opinions from your politicians. Mm. Um, Or at least, like... For any like your facts and stuff like that, like they're trying to crucify Cardi for what she's saying, like she's a politician. Yeah, like <laughs> she never tried to act like that. Yeah, like don't. That's not who you should be going to for that. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, what did we say before? I can't grade your math homework with my English rubric. Thank you. you feel me? And okay. um, we're gonna end it there. Um, my advice to the culture would just be. Um, I guess just watch who you lift up. Same shit I really just said. Like, stop lifting it. Like, yes, I understand that people have a platform. And currently, to me, Cardi has been mostly responsible with her platform. Like, from, you know, this situation. Now, I'm not going to say everything. But, you know, this this part right here has been responsible. Right. So, proud of that. I'm proud of people that use their platforms responsibly because they don't have to. Let's be clear. Just because we lift somebody up on a platform don't mean they got to act one way or another. Right. So, I think we just need to be clear about that. Like, platform, it don't matter if it's a platform. It's, are they using it responsibly or not? Mm-hmm. And move on. I'm not lifting you nowhere else. Stop lifting people, you know, to something else that they not. Now, if she say that, that's a different story. She ain't said that. 
So that is the end of the culture report today. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and now, moving along. Questions need answers. <laughs> That's never not going to be funny if you continue to do it. I'm probably not. Um, so today on questions need answers. The question of the day is does mo money bring mo problems? Does mm. mm. mo money bring mo problems? That's what they say. Hell but yeah. as a person that has not experienced yeah, mo money, yeah. um I, I would like it. to dive into that. Shit, I ain't got experience to know. Hell yeah. Yeah. The problem's coming. For I got sure. problems and I'm broke. Yeah, I'm not yes. broke. I'm not broke. Rich there you broke. go. There you go. There you, know you go. There you go. Change, change mm. your vernacular. Spiritually wealthy. There you go. Mm. <laughs> no, I think, I don't know. I don't feel like it, it may necessarily bring, okay, I think we should shift it for, okay, what you, I feel like you got something. Go, go. I feel like it's just different problems because the yes, thing that's what I was is about to say. still problems. Yeah, but and because like I think about the problem, some of the problems that I have now. If I had the money to just throw at them, they probably a lot of them. Away. But I know it would be just a new obstacle. Exactly. exactly, and I think that's just the bottom line of that part is remembering that it doesn't erase your problems, doesn't erase your pain, it doesn't really erase anything. I think that. People need to, like, remember that, like, no doubt I need some money right now. No doubt. No doubt. But that don't mean that I don't know, you know, what might possibly come with it. But I also think that it depends on the person. Yeah. Because I think that because we're saying this right now means when our money comes... Maybe we'll be able to handle the problems better. A little better. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Maybe we'll be able to navigate through those problems a little better because we experienced these problems while we were less wealthy. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? I think the underlying, underli- now that I'm, we're sitting here talking about it and I'm thinking about it, I think the underlining problem with more money, more problems is just comparison in general. Stop, <laughs> Stop comparing like... Just stop comparing yourself to someone that like your where you are in your life to where someone else is in their life, because whatever problems I have right now, I feel are you know well. I don't know the word I'm trying to say. Like they're they're valid. Like I have valid issues right now, but that doesn't take away from the valid issues that you have just because you got more money than me. Exactly. Like if I can't figure out how I'm about to eat. I'm not worried about you got business deals going left. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, I'm trying to eat. <laughs> but like, that doesn't mean my problem is bigger than yours. Exactly. It's just That's just the problem that I'm just, at right now. It's just a different tax bracket. Um, so, um, we got a few money examples we wrote down about the, about the question. But, you know what I'm saying? More money brought more problems for John Gray. <laughs> you hear me? He, no, it wasn't. Was it really money or was it just him? I mean, no, nah, it wasn't. But I mean, I feel like, number one, I don't have the details. I don't know when he had the affair. But if he had it when he got this money and all that, I would say, you know, you know, the power. The money and the, 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 that power that you feel. You had in the church. You got the money to 
slip and dip if you want to, right. you know. But I just want to say John Gray is the shape of a lion. Look at his body shape. <laughs> Look at his body shape. Bruh, I cannot stand that man's body shape. And I, man, I shouldn't say it, but I, I'm so sorry. Stop it. But his body shape, bruh. This fool said nah, he got no, the body shape of a liar. The thing Dude. is, though, one of the most notorious liars that I know personally is kind of shaped, shaped like the Niggas shaped like liars, man. It's wild that you tell you. You can look at him and tell. And y'all want to know what? I wrote that down. I put John Gray, shape of a liar, because I meant that. He has the shape of a fucking liar. I see it on his body. Look at his body. His body is so disproportionate that he can't tell the truth. (laughs) Shit. Maybe he need to throw some money at that. He ain't got enough legs down there to hold up that fat ass head. He can't think, poor thing. I don't know why I'm roasting this man. You are roasting him. I'm so sorry, Greg, but you dumb. You dumb. You shouldn't have gave me into your lower self. That was the devil talking to you, huh? They said they had to get the spirit out out of him. I said, man, you don't go get that man an STD test and find out that baby's his and shut up. I just mean, I mean, preachers. Girl, just take the Lambo and have to church and keep it rolling. Right. And speaking of half, we got Jeff Bezos. Ain't his name Jeff Bezos? Mm -hmm. Um, Amazon. Who finna have to cut the check? He finna have to cut the check. (laughs) Cut the check. How y'all feel about that? But they said she had an integral part. See, that's what kind of... I think she might have worked for her half. Right. From everything I've heard, she played just as much a role in Amazon as he did, especially startup. Yeah. Like, she might have bankrolled the beginning. I've heard that a couple times. And I didn't read nothing about it, but I heard people say that a couple times. Like, she was heavily involved. So, I'm like, I mean, Mm. give sis her money. Yeah. I feel like if sis sis was working, she'd give pay, pay, pay me. My thing is this. Both of them will never need for want for, for anything. Like, that's one of them things. They problems are different, but they ain't got these problems. Right. I mean, same, but I mean, the thing is, they still dealing with the same problem. Exactly. She got exposed. She exactly. pulled the receipt. Same on human stuff. Same shit. Exactly. And it, it just costing you a little bit more than it cost the average person. And got billions. So that's what I'm saying. It's like billions yes, more money. How about more money still got problems? You know Basically. what I'm saying? More money, different problems. There we go. That's more it. Money, okay, and then we got to talk about people who just flex with money. Number one, y'all do y'all research about money, period. Have anybody, do, do y'all research about money, period. That's all I'm going to say about that. Have you researched money? What is money? What backs money? Who makes money? And where does money come, where did money start? Do you know that? See, you don't know nothing about having no money, no wealth, and no nothing if you don't know where it came from. Preach. Honey. Now. Honey, um, they're not ready for that. <laughs> I got to. Now. Uh, but now, really, though. Lastly, though. another rich nigga. Money Floyd. team. Money team. Floyd. Y'all, why Floyd? We know Floyd got money. Floyd, bro. He took the money from Judy. (laughs) That's when I thought he might have been broke. (laughs) I don't mean no harm. I mess with Judy, her brand, all that. I don't want this to go viral. I mess 
with kaleidoscope okay <laughs> the miracle drops this way. i am, a, I am a, right we will definitely promote um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh nah but for real like this what was i talking Floyd, Floyd taking the bag. Yes, Floyd took that bag for the miracle drop. What what the what what Floyd doing with the miracle drop? I'm just saying. Like a lot of the when she was taking the the products to people, a lot of them made sense. You know, it was women. It was different people with kids and stuff. But when she got the, I was like, I doubt Floyd that miracle bag. That miracle drop bag even put a dent in that watch he just bought. I mean, true, but but who knows. Oh, no. About the watch. What if it was just a stunt? But then it's like, why not take the money? <laughs> no, it's not that. I mean, but my thing is, I don't know how. I I don't I don't know the history of Mayweather, but I know that he, I ain't going to say he cocky, but he. I feel like he used to be a little bit more exclusive with what he would attach his brand yeah, to. Yeah. Like, which makes me well, feel, yeah, like, I was why are you out thing. here? You way out here way more than I feel like I've yeah. seen him. And I feel like he'd be cocky about a bag. He'd be like, I ain't fighting for. So, I know, now, now, I don't know how much you gave him, but mm. now, Floyd, get how much for a fight? In the millions? In the millions? In the millions? <laughs> In the millions. Yeah. Now that's true. Because right before you said that, I was thinking like right after I said, "Why wouldn't y'all thinking?" Well, I mean, if I'm in a certain spot, then ain't no need for me to. Do ain't no that. need for me to get that little bag. And I, I don't. And I don't know nothing about your product. Exactly. And it really probably can't help me. I mean, it might. I don't know. Floyd might be having hair loss. Um, but I, surely Floyd ain't trying to grow some hair after all these years. <laughs> You've been, bold, you've been bald for as long as I Has remember. Has he been bald? Is he, is he bald? Well, my thing is, like, he got $100 million off that last fight. Mm, so he in, he in debt. He owes somebody. And he was just he like, shit, let me get this little bag. Yeah, let me get this little bag because I can just throw that to my, off to my debt. So my debt or something. And I can keep that $100 million. My you money, know. different problems. My money, different problems. Um, That's the end of questions need answers. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna jump right into everything is everything. Everything is everything. So just be proud of where you at. Everything is everything. Just be mm-hmm. proud of where you at. Be proud of where you've been. And that way you can be proud of where you're going. And you can be confident of where you're going because you realize that, you know, it's all lining up how it's supposed to. Exactly. Um, my everything is everything. It's just, um, I was feeling real insecure about when I kept seeing the whole thing about entitlement and and being lazy and this and that about our generation. And I thought about myself, and I thought about how people have told me I'm lazy for the path that I've taken, or um, assumed I was lazy because it took me a long time in college, but. Um, what I will say is, because of that, I'm entitled. Like, because they, because you think I'm lazy, I'm entitled even more to running after my purpose and my dreams. Like, yes, I'm entitled to have that if that's what I want before I leave this earth. So, yes, I have entitlement issues. And it's not entitlement to anything that you have. It's entitlement to what's inside of me that I got to manifest. 
So let's be clear. That's what it is. Yes, I'm entitled. So I'm entitled to my goddamn self. You goddamn right. And that's my everything is everything. My everything is everything is going to be just to find and create your own structure. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fall into whatever it is that you've always been told to do or all the things that you see everyone else doing. Find routines and find the things that you want to choose to believe in and hold on to that. Mm-hmm. And don't let that get lost in your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes, guys. And, I mean, at the end of class, we just want to say keep the balance out there. Just keep the balance out there. In the meantime, over here on the red couch, we were trying to keep the vibes and keep the balance. Um, we appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all for tuning in <laughs> to this millennial episode. Um, I feel like it got a little wild. <laughs> the whole show was wild. It was kind of all over the place, but but it all tied in together. Yeah, in so a sense. I hope y'all enjoyed. Uh, please, if you have not already... Follow us on Instagram at Red Couch Chronicles and on Twitter at Red Couch Vibes. And remember that our link is in our bio, and that if you want to reach out with something wild, of course y'all can. Y'all still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, or I mean, I'm I'll just throw this out here just in case someone bites. Like, tell us what you think about the millennial generation. Yeah, and where you fit in. For sure, for sure, and how you see it, and how you see the things we said. Do you feel like they true? Do you feel like they not? You know, tell us what's up. Give us some feedback. Please. <laughs> We've been begging y'all. For sure. But we appreciate y'all for listening. We so. do. Yes. You know. Class is dismissed. Yes. Let's get out of here. If I smoke a rapper, it's gonna be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, it's destined to change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you know money won't erase the pain To the OGs, I'm thanking you now I was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the greats, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gonna be different I set my intentions, I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your phone will make you rich Put it on their neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand, I'm dead in the middle of two generations. I'm little bro and big bro all at once. Just left the lab with your 21 Savage. I'm about to go on me, jigger for lunch. Had a long talk with a young nigga Kodak. Reminded me of young niggas from Ville. Straight out the projects, no faking, just honest. I wish that he had more guidance for real. Too many niggas in cycle of jail. Spending their birthdays inside of a cell. We coming from a long bloodline of trauma. We raised by our mamas, Lord, we gotta heal. We hurting our sisters, the babies as well. We killing our brothers, they poison the well. Distorted self image, we set up the I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail, nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your phone
and give them something they can feel. If it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck. Pistol in your hand don't make you real. Money in your palm will make you real.